in our cabaret room. We have right now arrayed around the room, holding their instruments and ready to go crazy on you. Please make welcome out there as you sit in your chair listening to the radio. The band all the way from North Carolina, Mipso. Take it away, boys and girls.
edges run, the edges run, the edges run all over. The edges run, the edges run, the edges run all over. The edges run, the edges run, the edges run all over. The edges run, the edges run, the edges run all over. Friends, uh, at home, we just heard Mipso live from the Cabaret Room here at KGNU's Walnut Street Studios in Boulder. Welcome to KGNU, Mipso. Thank you. I'm going to ask Libby to approach the mic and answer me a couple of questions because she's the first one I met in your band. Uh, The fiddle player. um, I'll tell the folks at home, uh, the band just played last night at Chautauqua, so we're not really pumping that performance, but we'll talk about your upcoming gigs. How was the show last night with the Weepies? Did you enjoy it? We enjoyed it very much. I think I can speak for all of us in saying that. It's a very interesting venue, and we've had a couple really cool venues the last couple nights. We played there last night and then at the Mishawaka the night before. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know. I don't know which one I like better. I guess I don't have to choose. A lot of people don't know, but uh, that Chautauqua in Boulder is one of only two remaining Chautauquas. There was a whole nationwide movement a hundred years ago, ah. and uh, that's the only other one still going is in Chautauqua, New York, where the first—that's the first one. So yeah, I love that place too, and I'm glad you had a good time there. A lot of great music, believe me, has happened in between those walls, and uh, so I'm glad you were able to be a part of it. Um, your well, you just you just played uh, uh, "Edges Run," which is the title track from the new album. Could you tell me a little bit about that, or uh, or give me to somebody else in the band who wants to talk about it? Because I understand you're from North Carolina, but uh, you chose to go to Oregon in the dead of winter to record an album uh, by a bluegrass type band. Uh, what went into that, and why did you do that? Um, well, it was pretty simple. We There was a producer we wanted to work with who lived out there, and he has a young family, and he said, I'll work with you, but on the condition that you come out to me. So it really was not, we didn't choose Oregon in the winter. We just chose a producer, but it turned out that it was pretty well suited to the types of tunes we were writing and maybe the mood we were in. Um, as a reminder, that was right around the time of our current president's inauguration. So there was something that felt appropriate about uh, the dark Oregon winter. Mm-hmm. Um, could I ask uh, Jacob? Jacob Sharp, are you the, you're the mandolin? Yes. Uh, we just heard a bit of you. He's um, a human. Uh, it looks just like a mandolin <laughs> through the window here. I don't know. It's backlit, so I can't get all the details and uh, reflections and so on. Um, could you perhaps talk about how the band got together? Yeah, sure. We met, uh, we're all from North Carolina, barring our drummer, Jan Westerlin, who's from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. We met in school at, at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Um, we weren't studying music, but we liked it a lot, and we liked each other, so we started playing it together more and more. When you, um, are all the tunes originals? Yeah, during our live show, we'll play some covers, but all of our albums feature original material. We all write, and um, both individually and together, and... That's kind of the biggest joy of what we do, is getting those new songs out. Well, I know you came here more to play music than to talk to an old fart in the air studio, so why don't you go ahead and line up give us another tune? 
on to her and keep her Don't you let go Can you tiptoe Can you thread a needle as you roll It's a tale She loves me That's the other side Until you realize Distance makes me hard to recognize Won't you lay me down Across the track I've sore keep let the whistle of engineers sing us to sleep While I'm staring in your eyes Through the longing and the lies We both know the train coming down Listen for the chug-chug of another love just around the corner, love Everybody waiting on a bit of love And it's now or never There's a postscript scroll in a letter On the road alone It's God's own thunder echoes Nothing is the same now I can hear a train down the line Won't you lay me down across the track I so keep Let the whistle of the engineer sing us to sleep While I'm staring in your eyes Through the longing and the lies When we both know the train come down that one that's my tune there and who are you I'm, are you I'm joseph i'm on the guitar the guitarist um is writing an individual process and you all sort of show up at rehearsal and say here's one i wrote or do you collaborate on things yes to both of those um, i think we all kind of enjoy the puzzle and the process of putting something together and seeing it through but also understand i think i've understood more and more too as we've gotten better at being a band together, that finishing stuff together and even starting stuff together can be its own kind of synergistic thing. How long has the band been, band been together? We started and we kind of started playing for fun around campus in, in Chapel Hill 
back in 2011 and 2012, but we didn't really get started in earnest until 2013. So I'd say it's about five years for us. Five years. Well, you're practically the founders of the music here. Uh, gosh. Um, were you in school studying music or were you engineers and, and uh, accountants and so on? Well, we weren't quite that far away from music, but we were sort of liberal, liberal arts folks writing essays and reading books and playing music for fun on the weekends together, which ended up becoming more of our focus because we were having more fun. I just spent uh, the weekend with uh, the remainder of a group that uh, met uh, guys who started playing together while they were grad students at Harvard in uh, the late 50s and early 60s. Well, actually in the 60s. And they put out an album called Beetle Country in 1966 on Elektra, a really major label. They, uh, they sort of introduced... Beatles songs into the bluegrass repertoire and in fact and this was before even Revolver these were just early early Beatles songs Paperback Writer and Help and oh yes Yeller Submarine <laughs> it, it was a real it was a groundbreaking album uh, and they found uh, they were surprised I think at the initial success that they had people were really ready to hear that music done bluegrass style so your albums are all original material, but you say you do covers in concert and so on. Um, what kinds of covers do you do when you step outside your own compositional circle? Well, they kind of run the gamut. And I think when we were first uh, playing concerts and we sounded more like a bluegrass band, we probably had more of that vibe that you're talking about or like the Pickin' On series where the... the uh, point of the cover is to bluegrassify a uh, song that nobody would think about in that genre. And now I think we are we do that a little less and we more are trying to think about what songs would allow us to be the musicians we are, which is like we're really into harmony singing and we like uh, Jan and would like to find a good groove. So there's really no, I don't think there's like a particular pot that we try to uh, pull from we just I don't know we've done we used to do like a Beyonce song and a Drake song we also cover David Bowie and, and David James Bowie. Taylor and also Guy Clark and you know people that maybe are a little closer to the music we you, make yeah and, it usually comes down to songs we admire too that we think we could put a twist on yeah just yesterday I heard a very energetic and well done version of um, Somebody to Love by the Jefferson Airplane done by a Western Slope Colorado bluegrass band. I uh, I thought it worked. A female vocalist who um, I wouldn't say she was channeling Grace Slick, but she was respectable in her performance. I'm not asking you for such a thing, but I was curious about it. And you have a drummer in the band. Uh, not all acoustic-y bands do. And you told me he was uh, brought a stripped-down kit for the cabaret room this morning, which I guess I would say we appreciate. But is it a, is it a full kit in your in your performances, Jan? You're from uh, from Wisconsin. Wisconsin, not the North Carolinian that uh, everybody else is. What's it? Do you have what we would call a full kit, or is it more of a kind of a bluegrass kit, a light kit, or just what? It's a full kit with a small bass drum. Oh, okay, not Eight Ginger Baker inches. with the two kicks and the and two full uh, a bluegrass kit. A bluegrass kit. Um, <laughs> I'm more of a jazz hound, but uh, this has become um, my main gig. So this is okay. Trying yeah. to channel all my jazz knowledge into bluegrass. Well, I've noticed that so far you play with a rather light touch, which is characteristic of jazz drummers. And uh, I really, again, as a as an acoustic musician, I appreciate your your restraint. 
as well as your taste. Well, thank you very much. And all of that. I think we're probably ready for another tune from you guys. What have you got coming up? We'll do another one from the new album I just run. The song is called People Change. Mipso on KGNU. Yeah.
Mipso at the, in the cabaret room at KGNU. Do you guys have a name for your style of music? Have you come up with a, a, a word or phrase that describes what you do? No, but if you think of one, please tell our uh, PR manager because she'd love to hear it too. Is she after you to come up with a good term? I just uh, uh, spent some time over the weekend with Vince Herman, um, who um, had to come up with something to describe leftover salmon when they started their career. And uh, he came up with uh, what I thought was a good, um, an interesting and provocative distillation of their sound. He called it polyethnic Cajun slam grass northern style and it was enough to get people interested enough to go see them that is nuts because that's exactly what we call our music yeah Uh he must have heard us say that on another interview well there's you know if you really can capture a phrase it it works forever i think that's a little long-winded for my taste But it captures them, you're right. Maybe if you set it to music, it'd work. There you go. I noticed that you guys, really, you seem to put a lot of energy, or at least a a lot of uh, focus in your arrangements on on having a, 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 what I would call a spare or open sound, and you seem to work hard to avoid clutter. And uh, and uh, having a, a crowded sound. Am I am I right? Is that one of your goals? Is to have a kind of almost an airy sound? Yeah, I like that. That's that's kind of how we've ended up learning about our roles in the band a little bit differently. Because when we started out, I think it was a little more bluegrassy in that every instrument had kind of like a constant churn that was going, and it all contributed to one, you know, continuous rhythm. But now I think we feel a little bit more confident to step back and let there be silence and let one voice carry the momentum. It's kind of fun that way. We never played in Boulder before, but we stayed here once previously, and we were in the band competition at Rocky Grass, Mm -hmm. and we failed miserably. But we learned that there's a lot of bands that can play a ton of notes in quick succession and that's not the band we are and not the band we want to be and i think after that and several other kind of moments we went with confidence into a place that highlights what it is that we think we can do well and differently having not won rocky grass is in itself a, a bit of a, a badge of honor not that it's a bad thing to win but rather <laughs> i like the way you said that rather yeah. that you are in good company i know a lot of really good bands who have not won the rocky grass band right competition and uh, the Telluride competition goes much the same way. So um, uh, an honor just to be in the contest. Let me say. Uh, I know you guys. Uh, let's do a little. Let's do your business here. You've got you. You say you've slept in Boulder before, um, but now you're going to come back once more and you play uh, in Denver, right? That's right. October thirteenth, we're playing at the Bluebird on Colfax, the lovely venue in Denver. We can't mm-hmm. wait. Well, good. Um, and um, what? A, oh yes, I do have one more question about you before we get another tune. Um, and this again is an old fart talking to you. Uh, Fifteen, seventeen years ago or so, we had a band from North Carolina in that room right where you're standing. They had met and started playing together while they were students in Chapel Hill. They had a woman playing the fiddle, um, although she, after a year or two of touring. Um, she got married and left the band, and they have uh, it's an all male band now. Um, they're called the Steep Canyon Rangers. They weren't particularly well known when they first showed up here, but they played here two or three yeah. times, and they've gone on to have uh, considerable success in the world of music. How, when you guys think about the future, where does Mipso go? I think success would be awesome. 
Ah, okay. We're searching. So that's a that's a yes on that one. All right. Do you see yourselves in uh, big TV spectaculars or uh, uh, that kind of thing? Well, and if any extremely f- famous comedians would like to take us on, we would be willing. I still see myself as a basketball player when I get a little older, but. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll Maybe we could get Martin Short, and it could be like two rival bands. That'd be cool. And we could do kind of a, we could like a, similar to basketball. We could play against each other. Oh, wow! Like a rap battle. Yes. Or maybe Ackroyd could come in and you could do the two wild and crazy ah, bands. Yes. That's such a good idea. What is you heard he it doing here these first. days? He can't be doing uh, much. The Steel Cabin Ramblers. KGNU is a hotbed of ideas. There's no question about it. Well, uh, now, one thing about them that I've noticed, um, A, the, the Rangers really do love to play, and they'll play all night at the drop of a hat just for a jam session, but they're also pretty famous for rehearsing a lot. What uh, what's sort of the rehearsal schedule for a MIPSO? Is it uh, some bands say, well, I'll meet you at the gig and we'll come up with something, and other bands uh, really put in the hours? How would you describe yourselves? I think we play so many live shows that they kind of function as our rehearsal. We're, so we, you don't get up and practice uh, two hours before breakfast every day? That like sounds the, awful. Well, the Romeros used to do that. The f- f- royal we do family practice a lot. Spanish it's also, guitar. Oh, sorry. Who sorry. Go, no, go ahead. Your rehearsals. Yeah, well, part of it is we've played together so long. And this has been our main band, so we know a lot about playing with each other and blending our voices together. Um, so we're we're good at this combo. But also, yeah, we just did like a, a retreat weekend a couple weekends ago and spent some dedicated time revamping tunes and work, workshopping stuff. We're not foreign to the idea, but we're, before breakfast, that sounds rough. Do you guys have a gospel set for Sunday mornings at a festival? I'm not requesting one now. I'm just curious. No, but we can really sleep in well. Okay. <laughs> well, I've, a lot of bands of your age um, have do not include gospel music in their repertoire. Bands of my age, almost all of them, uh, at least have a few things they can bring out if they're booked on a Sunday morning. So I was uh, I was curious. There was a I was at an event as I mentioned uh, Sunday morning, and uh, uh, there had been. Uh, a lot to be thankful for, shall we say, over the weekend. And uh, some people were wondering if we were going to have um, gospel tunes. It didn't happen. It was uh, it was more original music, and it was it was neat. But just a question. Well, we've got time for maybe one more tune from you guys. Uh, sure. I hope you've got another one in the bag you'd like to share with us. We do. We'll pull one out here that's called Moonlight. We've been listening to Mipso for the last uh, nearly half hour or so, and we've got another tune from him. So here it is on in the KGNU Cabaret Room, Mipso. And come back to see them um, October 13th at the Bluebird. Mipso. I just feel like walking for a while Such a shame to race through a pretty night We've been high for a while now There wasn't so much falling was coming down I wondered how the clouds look from the ground If you see me sometime soon Looking pale and blue, that's just the moonlight. If there's silver in my eyes, I'll be fine. That's just the moonlight. 
happy with you You look up and offer me a Just a long night on my own I got a question that says I'm not alone Thank you very much, Mipso, for coming, getting up early on a Tuesday morning and coming down to the cabaret room. Thanks for having us in. And uh, good luck in all your endeavors. Drive low and slow when you're out there on the road. And uh, we'll see you in October. October 13th at the Bluebird. All right. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Nice to meet you. And um, they have now been introduced to KGNU, and I hope you enjoyed them as much as I did. A nice sound.